Hey, all you Beyond the Mouse listeners, this is Craig. And just before Brett and I get to talk about Star Wars Celebration and Disneyland from his trip this weekend, I wanted to take a moment to first say thank you. And that's a big thank you for just listening to us because I've noticed over the last six months or so that we have had an exceptional amount of new listeners come to the show and start to listen to us and subscribe. We really do appreciate that. As much as we mentioned it at the end of the show, all of our social follows and things like that, We truly, truly appreciate the feedback that you give us and your downloads mean an awful lot to us. And so I also want to ask of a favor for, because we've had so many new listeners, we haven't done this for a while, a direct plea or appeal, but I'd really love it if you would take a moment and just review the show on Apple podcasts, because uh, what that does for us, we know we say that we it would get us new listeners and things like that. There's some, you know, speculation as to whether or not that's actually the case. But I will say that there are some media opportunities that we've been given, and there would be even more if we actually have some additional reviews and things on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I know that that seems like a weird metric to have, but here we are. Some companies use that as a metric for becoming a certified critic and and things like that. And we do want to sort of move the show in that direction and be able to get more of these interviews, more of these film junkets and give that content to you. So we would love your help in this endeavor. So if you listen to us on Apple, or even if you don't, if you can leave us an Apple podcast review, Spotify also allows you to put just a star rating as well. If you could do that, that would be great. And leave some feedback if you can on the Apple podcast. And we will actually start sharing some of those at the top of our show. And that way you can hear some of your comments back. And we really do, like I say, appreciate that. Brett, Vanessa, myself, we all really, really love doing this show and we love bringing it to you and we love that you're listening into it. So thank you so much from the bottom of our heart. So now I'm going to get out of your way so you can listen to Chex Notes, me in just a couple of seconds here with Beyond the Mouse. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney for NPR Illinois Community Voices and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Craig, joined by Brett Rutherford only. Again, just me. I know, two dudes talking about Disney, but it's not that episode. It's it's a trip review. I know you love that. I know you'd love that I had a surprise trip. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, listeners, fair listeners, that Brett really tried to pull an over on us. Now, I will say that he actually tried this once before that uh, he went on a trip with Vanessa in January or, or at the same time as Vanessa. And he tried to make it to where I didn't know he was going, but then he commented on a Facebook post and I saw it that he was oh, going to be there. And so he ruined the surprise, but no, not this not time. This time. <laughs> tell the listeners where you were at this weekend. If they aren't following us on our beyond the mouse podcast, pals, Facebook oh, page. My- Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to say that I went on a vacationette. Now, that's the term that we used a couple of years ago when, oh no, this is gonna, this is gonna bring up torture for Craig. But anyway, um, Vanessa and Erica and I went on a vacationette to Disneyland. So I was inspired by Vanessa, who tends to go on shorter length Disney trips from time to time. That's the all, that's all the time that I have. So this time I went to Disneyland, but not only Disneyland, there was also Star Wars celebration at the Anaheim Convention Center. So I did a twofer. I did Disneyland and Star Wars Celebration, and which I found out to the Star Wars 
fans out there, you just say celebration. Right. That makes sense because they all know it's already Star Wars, right? Yes. Celebration. So I'm, I've, you know, I've learned, I've learned things. I've learned things. So it's celebration. <laughs> it's not even on life day and you get to celebrate Star Wars. So that's yes. nice. Uh, it seemed like it was a really whirlwind trip and really fun. So we're going to dive kind of right into it here and talk about some of the things that you were able to experience at celebration. Okay. And we also will talk a bit about some of the announcements that came out of celebration as well, because of course it is a Star Wars world and we are all just living it. So Walk us through some things. You have an outline that you've given to me about uh, Star Wars Celebration first, and then we will dive more into your Disneyland adventures as well. But talk to me. You you have Andy Green listed here. What well, is that? I know that. Well, I shouldn't really. This might be something you edit out. I just like going, Andy, Andy Green is a friend of yours, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, oh, he was there. Well, he asked, he was at celebration and he asked me, he asked me a couple of weeks ago what the trick was to get on rise of the resistance. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go there too, but you can't tell Craig (laughs) because I'm keeping it a big old secret. So yeah. So shout out to Andy. I'm so so sorry. I didn't get to see. I'm so sorry. I didn't get to see you at celebration or Disneyland, but our path, our paths just did not cross there. So, but yeah, but it was fun keeping a secret from Craig. That is funny. And you know, it's (laughs) funny because like, of course, you know, I noticed the name and I'm like, oh yeah, that's like, I'm wondering if you're meeting with some kind of Imagineer (laughs) or something like that. So I've got to keep all of this in. I can't edit this out, but, but no, Andy, that's awesome. That's great that you uh, were able to connect like that and that uh, too bad you didn't get a chance to see each other, but I know, well, it was his birthday this weekend. So happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday to Andy, but (laughs) let's go ahead and move on to your next item. And I want to get dispose of this incredibly quickly uh, because I'm so over talking about COVID, but you do have in here that uh, they did have some protocols for uh, COVID. And so wondering what those might've been and how the convention center was set up. Well, actually the, one of the reasons I went to celebration was to kind of check out what the situation will be as far as um, protocols for the upcoming D23 expo. Um, just, I was curious about that because it's large numbers of people in, in a convention area. And so what happened this time is that everyone had to be show uh, proof of vaccination or negative testing. Um, they worked with, is it clear? And so basically you could do the app and you could get cleared <laughs> and, uh, and so the process was going through security, going to the the place that had 40 stations for testing or, you know, for sort of, you know, going through the testing and show them that you're ready to be in public with uh, because you're vaccinated and all that sort of stuff. So uh, so it was really smooth um, and I was very happy to see that. And I hope that that there are similar uh, protocols for D23 Expo. But yeah. So I was just testing the waters for the upcoming D23 Expo, but now this is about celebration. Mm-hmm. Brett, you're so fancy that you are going to uh, out to <laughs> California to just have a test run for your next trip to California <laughs> in September. That's well, that's pretty bougie, buddy. Well, but you know, like wait, you know, after the halcyon, I'm just like going. It's, everything is, is There's rain and money down here on Disney. No, I don't know. No, no, no. Um, no, I, I had planned this vacationette and then I saw that Star Wars, excuse me, celebration was going on. I'm like going, well, um, I gotta go to that too. So I, I got a ticket for Sunday. That was easy. And, um, Saturday was sold out. So, and then, oh, you know, they make it, 
they make other tickets available <laughs> closer to the time. And uh, so I got the Saturday too. So I was but wondering, it, cause I did see that you were in there both days. So that's cool. That's neat that you'll be able to hop in there two different times. Do you feel like, so you've just been to like a very little con in comparison with fan expo. Um, but actually some of our friends that were at the yes. booth kind of around us, were also going to be going to celebration as well. But do you feel like that was a great convention floor to be part of? And what was that experience like? Well, it's, it is a whole new world for me or, you know, a different universe. I, you know, my go-to is the Disney stuff. Uh, and we all know that because that's why we're here. But I'm a fan of Star Wars films. I have been on the Halcyon, have you heard? And, um, <laughs> and so I think my Star Wars level of cred has moved up. You know, and now I think I'm even more interested in it. So going into the convention center was really I mean, it was really exciting because there's lots of cosplay before you get in there. And then when you get in there, um, they are selling all kinds of Star Wars uh, collectibles and just everything. And it was just an amazing atmosphere. And the cosplay was amazing. And and everyone is so willing to take pictures. Oh, it was, that was cool. But, uh, but I was also on a mission because one of the Halcyon five, you know, our star Wars, you know, group, uh, Tyler asked me to check out um, a collectible at the Hasbro sort of thing. And it, all it was, was this QR code. So I was able to do that go in and experience there was a panel that was kind of like in the main room um i think that's where the ewan mcgregor uh panel was the on the thursday night before his premiere uh of obi-wan so that was cool what else was cool the whole atmosphere i mean it was just amazing there were displays and all sorts of things that i'm thinking i don't know exactly what this is but it's cool so <laughs> <laughs> but it was amazing. And it, it just got me all excited for D23 Expo. So Absolutely. And some huge announcements, particularly in the Disney Plus space. I don't know, are we talking about that in this particular like yeah. conversation? Or can I go ahead you and probably, mention some of those? You, you probably know more about that than, than I did because I'm like going, I was there and confused. So, no. <laughs> so of course, uh, kind of the first one that they dropped was they did drop a teaser trailer for Andor, which is going to be following Cassie and Andor before his tales and uh, spoilers, ultimate demise in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So we knew that that was coming already, that it had already been previously announced, um, but it was cool to see kind of a teaser trailer for that. We also got to see you. You're going to talk probably about your panel that you were at with Lou Mangiello mm -hmm. at the exact same time they were announcing the fact that the Bad Batch is getting a season two and i think that's to no one's surprise i mean uh it seems like dave filoni in particular really uh, enjoys that series and going to keep it going kind of like a continuation of the legacy of the clone wars that uh, he of course had worked on and that really kept lucasfilm on the minds of so many during the prequel years so they have this brand new really cool young jedi adventures that's going to be for more younger kids that's actually going to be premiering on disney plus and then also on disney junior in the spring of 23 that was announced here at celebration looking forward to that because it provides those storylines that even like the youngest viewers can really dive in and start to really love on star wars they also mentioned they're bringing back visions as well which was the very cool collaboration with anime that's available on disney plus right now and then we did get a new show announced with jude law um, in a very prominent role and that's going to be called skeleton crew as well so we got all of the information from all the disney plus shows they even updated us on ahsoka as well 
which we know that they're in the middle of filming of. They announced that a few weeks back or maybe a month or so ago that they had started filming on Ahsoka. So just some amazing stuff here that came out of celebration from the Disney Plus side of things. But I know you were probably more focused on some of the parks and some of the information that goes along with the Disney Park. So you have here your impressions and then you have three P's. You have planning, panels, and patience. What uh, I'm gu- guessing you want to take them in that order, right, Brett? Well, uh, <laughs> that's kind of like my takeaways from this experience because I didn't have enough time to plan. Um, this is, as I've said now multiple times, um, something that is not um, I'm fans of, but I don't know a whole lot about. So I didn't have enough time to do the planning that I normally do because that's part of my fun. Um, but uh, but planning. So and and this is true for, probably for this experience or other sort of uh, uh, Comic Con experiences. And for me, uh, D23 Expo, I've said that a couple of times now. Are we clinking? But anyway, so we do planning. And then the panels. Um, there were so many panels, but I'm not as familiar with the Star Wars universe. So I'm like going, hmm, well, if I have time. As it turns out, I spent most of my time on the exhibition floor. Uh, and I was just having a good time with that. So, and then the third one is patience. And I just got to say this because Craig, you know, um, I, I will say, is there anything you'd like me to look for? And you said something, well, the Funko Pop da 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 does and all this. <laughs> and it was very similar to D23 Expo where there are lines to get in lines to get in lines to get into the store. And I'm like going, Craig, I love you so much. No, I'm not doing that. I've got well, to get over to Disneyland. To so. me, you, I, you said, is there anything you, you offered? I didn't. Yes, um, I, I know. No, no, no. And I'm just like going. I, uh, I said, well, I don't want you to have to wait in line for anything, but if there's anything that's just there and exclusive or whatever, then pick it up. If it's under, um, if it's under, under $50, you know, yes. $50, that was, right. the, that was, that was the spending limit without asking. Yes. Yes. So, but that's totally fine. And uh, it, no, so that's really great. And I, I do think it would be kind of more of a fun experience. Like I really enjoy now, granted, we just came off of like me myself moderating some of these panels and things like that but yeah it's just really oh, cool be good oh my it's gosh, just really cool to like actually uh experience the floor you know and just see like that's kind of the lifeblood of these types of cons and mm-hmm. things and so it's just really neat that you were able to do that but i did i called out a little bit earlier that you did get to see one panel discussion yes. And I was right. pretty jealous of it because you even made your way onto WDW radio, <laughs> which I? is so oh. funny because I, um, I've listened to Lou much like, you know, when we had Pete on a couple of months ago or about a month ago or so, I mentioned to him that really it was him and Lou. It was those two that mm-hmm. really started what I, I know of Disney podcasting. Mm-hmm. And so Lou Mangello was there, but you take it away. You tell us the story, sir. Well, I, I'm trying to stay in my lane here. I went to Disney parks. I, you know, experienced the exhibit for star Wars galactic star cruiser and got to speak with two Imagineers who are part of that. But then on Sunday, I did see that Lou had uh, a panel at 11 o'clock in the morning. And when I got there, uh, I mean, he was so gracious to all of his guests. He, I mean, all of us in the audience, I mean, his guests, but the people in the audience, he went up to all of us and thanked us for being there. You know, that he said that we know that you have options. In fact, as you said, Bad Batch was doing its 
premiere sort of thing and his his own son did not go to his <laughs> but he would he thought that was fine but i thought that was cool but uh but yeah so um i had mentioned well yeah because so i did not say that when i am at uh celebration i am batu bounding i am batu bounding proudly with my halcyon pin uh and <laughs> felt so exclusive oh you know and uh and so we were talking about uh, that experience, which made it to the podcast. I understand. I don't know. I'm like going, uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but I was there. So I know what was going on. So, um, but that was fun. He had, a, he had a really great panel. It was kind of like the history of Disney parks and Star Wars. And well, you've listened. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, it was really cool. It was nice that like he does a good job of kind of bringing that community and involvement into his podcast. And uh, I would say that the only critique that i gave to brett is that i would have announced you know hi i'm brett i'm from beyond the mouse podcast and you can find us on all available podcasting platforms and then you could have said your comment uh, oh, that way we we could have even uh lou's audience could have heard about us too no it was great because we've had lou on the show before he's just so uh wonderful and warm in his delivery and so this is a topic that he really loves and so uh it's it was clear uh listening fun. to that it yeah. would have been a lot of fun yeah, it was fun. Well, I'm sorry I didn't do my shout out to our podcast on his podcast, but I thought that was, uh, well, anyway, now I've been given my marching orders. Should this happen again? <laughs> I, I feel like he probably wouldn't have edited it out. It's fine. Probably. Uh, but, <laughs> probably. But maybe you you could have just told me, oh, no, that's what I did. And then you could have said, oh, he just edited it out. It's totally yeah. fine. But yeah. we might have to, well, we'll see about reaching out to Lou again in the future. We had him on actually right when Walt Disney World reopened. And that was a fun episode to listen to, but a little bit dated now, uh, fortunately, that we've continued yes. to move mm -hmm. forward. But that's great. Well, so we know that Celebration is actually coming back again next year. So for those of you that don't know, it isn't every other year kind of a thing, but this was planned for, I believe it was going to be in 2020 in Anaheim. And of course that did not happen. And so they're trying to make sure because they, they did do refunds if you wanted to, but they also allowed people to hold on to their old tickets. So they wanted to make sure that they got this event completed. And so that's why it was still in Anaheim. They definitely did not plan on it being you know, Star Wars celebration here in May and then turning right around and coming to D23 in September because it is still a big amount of the same fan base. And so uh, this is going to be actually happening again next year and it's going to go across the pond again. Celebration does move around quite a bit and it'll be in London in 2023. But before we kind of close out, I do want to mention one thing that came out from Disney parks that I think is really interesting. And that is that we are going to start to see some of the characters that we have loved on Disney plus in galaxy's edge. Now they said primarily right now, it's going to be galaxy's edge in Disneyland, but I'm sure that that will come over to Walt Disney world as well. And of course, you're probably saying to yourself, but oh my goodness, what about the story of Batu? Well, they've kind of hinted at the fact that Batu is going to be an ever-evolving place. And so they will not have characters from different story timelines there interacting at the same time. So you won't see Darth Vader and Kylo Ren at the same time. But we know from some of the new books and things like that, that Darth Vader and Thrawn, General Thrawn, did uh, actually go to Batu and Galaxy's Edge. 
And so we do know now that uh, you could see potentially some of those characters there. So who knows how they're going to do that if they're going to do like this is the old trilogy day and this is a new trilogy day or whatever the case may be. But they've given themselves a bit of an out. And I think I am completely fine with that out because now we get to see things like why in the world have Mandalorian and have Mando and Grogu not been a photo op in the parts? I mean, Yes, and I had a photo op with Grogu. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that was fun. You know, they we we were you know the the uh, photo pass uh, cast member asked me to well, can you sit cross legged on the floor? I'm like going ah, okay, and so when the the picture came out, actually, I was having a meditation moment with Grogu. So it was so I'm like going I've I've experienced the new character already. That was so cool. Right, but this will be cool when it's like actually there, you well, know, yes. a physical was, thing yeah. you can touch and see. Maybe not touch. They didn't let you touch BB-8, <laughs> I don't remember. So I'm sure that they won't let you touch him. But still, uh, that the fact that he is possible to be touched uh, will be uh, important as far as getting people to those types of celebrations and things like that that will be happening on Batu as well. But let's go ahead and talk about the part that you are probably dying to talk about, and that's Disneyland because you did also sneak over to Walt's Park as well while you were there. And so let's walk through this uh, all relatively briefly, but you've got Disney Plus on here. You have Disney Genie Plus as one of your first things. Did you invest your $15? It's 20 there, 20 per day. But it includes uh, all of the features, benefits of Genie Plus, but it also includes your photo pass, which I took advantage of. And my Batu boundingness and all of that. So, so that was great. You know, I think we've, I've had limited success with Genie Plus at Walt Disney World just because of the way I visit. Uh, I go early in the morning and I do everything and then I leave and then I come back. Now, here at Disneyland, it, for me at least this time around, it was very, very similar to Max Pass, which we used to have at Disneyland that was the predecessor to Genie Plus. So, uh, it was great. It it worked just as easily as Max Pass, and I highly recommend for those that want to save a little bit of time and kind of like to choose your adventures that way uh, to do it. It was great. I really enjoyed it. It was very easy to use. It's great to hear, and it's cool that you get the Photo Pass in there too, because that's such a huge value. I mean, I love using Photo Pass. We purchase it on our Walt Disney World vacations, but it would be so nice if it was just built into something. Even if it was a little bit more money, like the twenty dollars a day, then it feels like you're getting something out of that a bit. I don't know. It's just something that I I think would be kind of an added value for sure um, when it comes to that. But anything, uh, what about, now I know you also did the party, the premium package for Fantasmic. I know that you are a much bigger fan of Fantasmic at Walt Disney World than you are Disneyland. In fact, you think (laughs) the Disneyland one shouldn't exist, right? Is that right? Uh, No, I think you have, well... Um, you might have that reversed just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, just oh, so you bit. like the Disneyland one Disneyland. more than the land. Oh, yes. And okay. it was a fantastic premium package. Now, how I went about getting that is is its own story, which you do not know yet. And I'm about to tell you. Okay. So I have been scouring online reservations for a Fantasmic premium package. Now there's like, well, I mean, just any of them, any of and they were hard to get, but I happened to be on touring plans app 
which is, you know, you know, our fans and friends would know, excuse me, do we have fans? Anyway, our friends to the podcast know that, uh, that that is kind of a planning app. And, and, and if you go to the chat section, you know, you can find out about other people's vacations and you kind of dream along with them, or you can, uh, learn things too. Well, I, I just happened to be on there and there was a posting, uh, for you know any other singles going to Disneyland this Saturday, I have a seat for a fantastic premium package at Riverbell Terrace. I'm like going, I'm a single, <laughs> so I so can do that. The, I can do that. So we did a message, and I and I have a I have a new Disney friend, Andrea, because of that. So it was a very nice you know meetup. With Disney, you always feel very, you know, it, it's kind of a weird situation. Who are you? Well, you're Disney. You're a Disney fan, so we have a lot in common, you know. So we had a wonderful dinner and a very leisurely conversation and getting ready for Fantasmic, which was the return. I was there for the return. I yes, I was very excited about that. I was there for the return of Fantasmic at Disneyland, and you know, as we know. It's just perfection in my mind. It is the best, in my opinion, the best nighttime show extravaganza in the world of Disney or Lance. Yeah. You know, some people, um, some people enjoy, it's like the people at Fan Expo St. Louis enjoyed one team in the draft, which could oh be like gosh. the Disneyland. Uh, yeah. But it's mm-hmm. like the loyal listeners that really know us and appreciate us uh, like what? someone you're going, else you bring that up in this oh yeah i'm like going uh. he's just asking it's kind of like georgia asking for i just need eleven thousand votes you know well you were succeed you succeeded where others failed gladly but anyway oops sorry i just got political didn't mean to <laughs> so that's great that you got to see the return of Fantasmic, and I also saw that you were at the Main Street Electrical Parade, which came back what earlier in May, I believe, or yes. maybe late April. Yeah, it was it was great to see that old friend and those. Oh yeah, well, <clears throat> I, this isn't. I'm not really telling any cast member secrets you know, that that um, I was friends with the Canopy Carrier. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah, at Walt Disney World and, you know, at back in the day when there were heavy canopies and they were like, I don't know, construction steel. It's like there was a heavy canopy and a light canopy and, you know, and this anyway, that's a whole nother story. But I think they've I think OSHA has prevented <laughs> uh, current canopy carriers from carrying the weight that we carried back in 1927. So I was happy to see that it was a different sort of construction. And um, yeah, so that was cool. But that's just as a former cast member and canopy carrier. Glorious part that I've had. Anyway, uh, but to see, yeah, to see the Main Street Electrical Parade and and they have their new opening, which was so cool. The The original was, you know, in the electronic version, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Walt Disney World or Disneyland proudly presents. Well, now they've changed it. And it's actually following in Walt's words, which, you know, okay, spoiler alert. It's like, to all who come to this happy place, welcome, which is his his opening day speech, oh, cool. which I thought that was just such a great way to be, you know, to a salute to the past and yet be very present and very aware. So I really much enjoyed that. Uh, there, the big thing for this, this return is the finale, which is a Mary Blair inspired, uh, small, well, very, 
uh, of Mary Blair inspired small world with a lot of Disney characters, animated characters and the music from those films. So that was very cool. Yeah, absolutely. So That's that. really neat. Pretty. It was very cool. Well, and it's cool to like celebrate Mary Blair even more because she's just so wonderful, right? And so it's great that we were able to, that you're able to see that. Now you have your hotel next. I want to save that for last. So I want to okay. actually go to the world of color because that's the other kind of nighttime spectacular that's out there. So let's stay in the nighttime spectacular sure. mode here. So yes. talk about world of color. Well, I did, it was, what we're doing right now at Disneyland is there is a virtual queue for that that opens at 12 p.m pacific time for those <laughs> that have issues with that uh time changes and all that anyway that would be me uh but i've had a hard time uh getting in that queue and they were all gone when i would get there and i just didn't quite get that yet so uh, i opted for a world of color dining package and this one was at storytellers cafe which is at the disney's grand californian and it was a really amazing meal, um, but it also included the the best uh, the best seats that I stands or whatever the best viewing area that I've ever had. It was it's kind of in the center. Um, I jokingly call it the Terry Hatcher seats because at the premiere in two thousand eleven question mark ten anyway two thousand ten eleven anyway, uh, uh, Desperate Housewives was a very uh, uh, popular ABC television series at the time. So, of course, they bring out their celebrities for these big openings. Terry Hatcher was in this area, and I'm like going, I want the Terry Hatcher seats. I did get the Terry Hatcher seats. Again, it's the wonderful, perfect viewing for World of Color. It's kind of center and right there. Oh, it was great. So that was part of the um, dining package. So I did that again. So it was just that was just awesome. And That's it was gorgeous. So cool. The other thing is it's the original World of Color. Um, some of the iterations have not been as, <clears throat> again, personal opinions, have not been as successful as the original. Um, I'm specifically mentioning uh, the sixth, Walt Disney World's 60th, excuse me, Disneyland's 60th with way too much Neil Patrick Harris. But <laughs> that's just me. It was three o'clock in the morning when the first time I saw it, so it could be me. But it was the original, which is just classic. I've seen the Christmas one too, very amazing, but it's the original. I'm glad they brought it back with no tweaks. They need to, I wish they would have brought Fantasmic back with no tweaks, but that's, it's still perfection. But yeah, World of Color, amazing. That's awesome. And so now on here, you also have, you were able to stay. Now you talked about the Grand Californian. You were able to stay there as well. And those rooms, I'll tell you what, because um, we are going to be DVC members. Like we've been looking at, you know, a bunch of like, we've just been like geeking out about DVC mm -hmm. stuff. And mm -hmm. so we do know that Grand Californian is extremely difficult to come by um, from a points position unless you actually own there. But you were able to stay there. And I think you paid cash for the room, right? So anyway, talk to us about yes. <laughs> the room. Talk to us about your kind of level of service that you got from there. I just can't believe it's incredible. So the people that haven't seen the videos of this place, they say that there's an entrance into Disney's California Adventure. Like it literally is like you walk out of the hotel building and you are in California Adventure. Like it is yes. not like... It's not like they say like, oh, the Epcot resorts at Walt Disney World are basically have their own entrance in International Gateway. That's not, it's not the same. Like you not walk, literally walk out of the hotel 
and you are in Disney's California Adventure. So anyway, talk about the hotel a little bit because I'm excited about your stay and I'm excited about hopefully my future prospects to stay there. Yes. Well, it was... Um, yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a splurge on a holiday weekend, but I I uh, did get a discount um, as a Magic Key member, which I'm sorry to say are no longer available. So I got it while the getting was good, and uh, so I did have um, a slight discount for that. So that was good. That it was also just a three night stay, which. <laughs> Someone was asking, I'm like going, uh, Grant, Disney's Grand California. And I went, yeah, well, a three-night stay is less expensive than a five-night stay. So that's why I did it. So <laughs> I can do math on the weekends too. But uh, it was just glorious. So I get there at 12 noon and uh, and my room was ready. We, I did the uh, kind of the online or the, the app check-in, went to my room and uh, started my Disney bounding, uh, my Batu bounding adventure. Um, but back to the room, um, there, of course, there are online, you know, YouTube videos and other of that. And uh, I've seen those, but there's nothing quite like walking into uh, a, a Disney resort room for the first time. And, uh, and it just, there's a big smile on my face. I did have a pool view. Ooh, that was Ooh. nice. Yeah. And uh, I love the tree that's in the room. Like that looks so cool. I'm a big tree guy. It's my only tattoo as you might know. And uh, I did not it, know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So tree of life is uh, on my back, but it's cool. It's like a really neat uh, room looking. It looks like it's a very stunning. So was this yeah, like, good. so in that, and maybe you don't know this, but did yours, did did you, did it have like a sink and all that? Like, did it have like a kitchenette yes. area? Was it a DVC no, studio or no, was it, was it not just a DVC a room? studio? It was it was the hotel proper. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, so That's awesome. It was really, I mean, it was very nice and it was just peaceful and relaxful. We have Chip and Dale are kind of the mascots in the room. And so there's lots of Chippendale, California art and California references throughout. And of course, all of the uh, prairie style, I guess, um, sort of, or I guess it's, well, anyway, the, uh, the styling of the room is in the Grand Lodges of California and the other uh, national parks. Um, kind of, well, it's the same architect as your favorite new home mm-hmm. <laughs> to be. The Wilderness Lodge. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. But and he also did Animal a... Kingdom Lodge, that same, uh, that wow. same architect. I'm like going flying buttresses for days. Well, anyway, not really flying buttresses, but it's just amazing to look at the architecture when you're walking through. I'm like going, someone designed this. Wow. Very exciting. Um, but actually what was impressed me, yes, it is a deluxe, <laughs> deluxe resort. And whereas in Florida, even at the deluxe resorts, the um, sort of the mousekeeping, housekeeping um, has uh, has a day off and a day on here. There was uh, there was housekeeping services each day. Um, I left early. Of course, you know, I go in the parks early. So I stayed overnight, went to the parks um, on Sunday morning, very early, got back to my room, probably about 10 and my room had already been um, freshened up entirely. New towels, you know, beds made, all of that. And that level of service today is, uh, is something that you don't always experience in all of the Disney parks. Well, anyway, at Walt Disney World, which is a little sad, honestly, in my opinion. But so that felt good. All of the cast members that I came in touch, a contact with, 
all of the cast members that I came in contact with were amazingly friendly and it felt very genuine. There was only a couple that I'm like going and kind of, yeah, well, I'd rather not be here. But for the most part, it was absolutely excited and very friendly in all of that. Even when I was doing laundry at four o'clock in the morning, because I was bad to bounding a day earlier than I thought. And I'm like going, I think the people that I interact with would probably appreciate me having clean <laughs> Batu bounding wear. So I was doing laundry at four o'clock in the morning to be ready for another day. And even that was fun. Holy moly. You and your, I was thinking about that because of the time change, you already get up at like four in the morning central. So you're probably like <laughs> ready to get up at like one in the morning out there. I know or I like, like slept that, into six o'clock central. What is up with that? You know, so I'm just totally slumming it. So, but Which, yeah, four o'clock Pacific. So it's just yes. so funny. Um, that is all so great friend. And it was nice to be able to hear some of those thoughts. Anything else that you want to mention before we wrap this up? Well, you know, I think as cast members, get all sorts of responses from guests, but it was very much my pleasure. And actually I was just truth telling when I was checking out <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning for a very early flight. <laughs> I think it was like three 30 in the morning. There was a cast member there and I, and I uh, told them how much I enjoyed this resort. I said, you know, I've been to a number of Disney resorts and I must say that this is, if not my favorite, certainly one of the, my favorite experiences. And they uh, seemed very, you know, they were very appreciative of that. Um, so please let the cast members know that um, if you're having a good experience, let them know because they need that. They really do. So I was, I, I was absolutely truth telling. So it was very nice. That's absolutely true. And always give those cast member compliments and just let them know how much you appreciate them and also the space that we get to all have fun in as well. So that's wonderful, man. Well, it, we'll see you know, I think your next planned trip should be D23, but you're going to surprise me here in July and just show up at a Disney something, aren't you? Oh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> we will see. Uh, I don't know. It, it might happen, but it's going to be so exciting to hear about D23 and stuff oh like that gosh, at the end yes. of the summer as well. What a great way to begin the summer and then you'll end the summer um, over in Anaheim as well. So, this has all been great. If this is your first episode of the show, I want to make sure you know that we do have a third co-host, Vanessa, who is off with some family right now. So she will be back very soon. And we wanted to throw this together because I didn't even know that Brett was going. So <laughs> uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about celebration and then also his Disneyland trip as well. You can find us on all podcast platforms by searching for Beyond the Mouse uh, on any podcast platform of your choice. And then also I do want to let you know, you can follow us on social media as well. You can go to beyond the mouse pod on instagram also beyond mouse on twitter and then two places on facebook beyond the mouse podcast page and then also we do have our group beyond the mouse podcast pals which i really would recommend because we can talk all things celebration actually you did a ton of live videos as well in there this weekend and so it's just great to kind of be there with you in disneyland for all of us that were at other places around the country you can and around the world you can kind of follow brett along in his adventures if you're in that group uh, but I just think we have so much cool Star Wars coming our way. And this was a wonderful celebration to be able to see what it is that we have in the future. And of course, our next big, big, big news opportunity is going to be during that Parks panel at D23. We can't wait to hear what's happening to our wonderful Disney parks. But until then, we'll have a lot more content coming your way. So for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. And I'm Brett. 
and we will see you real soon in the front row. <laughs>